1: 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Being a human is hard, especially if you're a woman who's having trouble doing that totally normal thing all humans do, but not all of us like to talk about, you know, pooping. Thankfully, Garden of Life's doctor-formulated women's probiotics contain 40 billion probiotics to help you be a more regular human. Garden of Life. Visit gardenoflife.com poop to learn more. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Lester
2: Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your
1: podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube I'm following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Strap yourself
2: in, because we're set up, switched on and ready to go.
1: Two, one. and it's live.
2: Good evening, fellow Fox fans. How the devil are we? Oh, excited! Hmm. It's <laughs> it's a special opposition view show tonight. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? Are you going to enjoy a semi. I tell you what, it's been a long time since I've enjoyed a semi. Nineteen eighty-two. Just ask the misses maybe that's why we're separate i don't know (laughs) who knows i tell you what if you're going to enjoy a semi you might enjoy this as well barry pierpoint (coughs) excuse me the first chief executive of leicester city uh, has written a book minding my own football business all about it was glory years for leicester city in the 90s and uh, we went from private to public ownership i'll tell you what it's a really really interesting read change my opinions of Barry, remember all the Barry Pierpoint outposters. go to his website, mindingmyownfootballbusiness.com, and you can get 30% off, and he'll even sign it with a, a personal message for you. So, great deal, it's great read, young or old, if you're older, it'll make you rethink about those dark, dark days, if you're young, it's a good historical look back at, as I say, how a football club was run, and I'll tell you what, comparing it to how things are run these days, it's a completely different world. It really, really is. And if we're not that good for you, we're giving you thirty percent. Watch the preview show tomorrow. Um, well, we're hoping going to have Steve Linek's on. Either way, he's got a signed copy of the programme from the last semi-final when we played Spurs in 1982, and of course he was part of that squad. He'll sign that for you again and send that out. So that's something to look forward to tomorrow night. Like I say, Leicester Till I Die, that's what you're watching. We're on YouTube at Leicester Till I Die TV. Give us a subscribe, please. Facebook, Leicester Till I Die, the group. Twitter, at Leicester TID. It's the FA Cup weekend. Come on. It is. We've got Southampton. And I'm going to welcome in um, Mike from Southampton fan at Match Vlogs. Uh, it's a great site. Give it a check out. I was even watching him join the Southampton-Bournemouth uh, quarterfinal. I've got to admit, though, I was cheering on Bournemouth. <laughs> Do you remember that, Mike? <laughs> Good evening.
0: <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. You're cheering on Bournemouth?
2: Well, I live in pool just outside Bournemouth.
0: Oh, um, the posh end, posh end of Bournemouth.
2: <laughs> pool. The, the, yeah, but it's all it's fur coat, no knickers, mate. Uh. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> don't be fooled. You know we don't all live in sandbanks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've got to be honest with you. I mean, the draw was made at half time. Yep. You were uh, of our game. You were already through. Um. Mm-hmm. We obviously, no disrespect to yourself, but when you look at the teams that were left in it, we wanted to draw yourself. But we yep. were saying, as Southampton fans, were we the team you wanted to draw? Yes.
0: Yes. 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 And and in fact, had it been either you or Man United, actually, um, which sounds weird because only a few weeks earlier it was a bit of a mauling again. Um, mm. But... Yeah, no, I I think so. We uh Saints so, fans were all looking at the, the teams that are left in it. No one wanted Man City. That was that yeah. was a given. It was just a case of definitely not anyone but them. Yeah. I probably would have taken Chelsea, um, you know, because we you know we've we've done okay against Chelsea. I mean, effectively we've uh we've drawn on both occasions when we've come up against Chelsea, whether that be against uh, a Lampard Chelsea or a Tuchel Chelsea. Um so perhaps we'd have taken that one maybe, but um but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, All Saints fans were pretty pretty happy that we didn't get City, really. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think,
2: I think with our recent history, we seem to get um, City in quarter and semis all the time, and uh, we were glad we avoided them. And I think, like you there, I think if I've got to choose, I'd soon, uh, if, you know, whichever one of us wins on Sunday, obviously we're hoping the Blues, you're hoping the Red half of the game. Right. I, um, I think we'd both want Chelsea, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, Man City, I mean, they're a funny side, really. I mean, they can sort of really turn up and just put on a mm. show and just score five quite easily. And then they can be a little bit kind of misfiring in the sense of playing amazing football, dominating the possession, but not really get anything from it. And, you mm. know, it was only 12 months ago that we were able to beat them 1-0 at St. Mary's, you know, from doing exactly that. Um, so it, a bit of a funny one, really. It's just, you know, we remember... I can't remember, was a, yeah, I think it was the FA Cup last time we progressed quite well and we came up against uh, Wigan, who had just mm. knocked out Man City in the previous round and we are thinking, how's that going to happen? And, uh, you know, we we breezed past past Wigan. So, stranger things have happened.
2: It's true. Well, stranger things have happened this year. I mean, we beat Man City 5-2. <laughs> and, right. then, and then we didn't show up for the second game. Um when they, they'd be just 2 0. It is a funny season, isn't it? And you don't know how it's going to go. you are done of these like, you know, when you normally sit down at the start of the season and you go, well, mm-hmm. you know, we're playing Fulham, that should be a win. And we're playing Palace, and that's possibly a win. And Southampton might. All that's out the window because yeah. you just don't know what's, what's going to turn up. I mean, I, I was looking, um, actually doing some homework, believe it or not, before we came on tonight. And looking at your season, you, you've been up and down like the old um, horse knickers, haven't you? I mean, at one point you were third.
0: Yeah, yeah. Had it not been for our very decent, well, it was a terrible start. The first two games were, were losses and we were all sort of hitting the panic button. Um, but then we went on this this crazy run and, and we beat uh, Newcastle on a Friday night to go. Uh, top of the table, so it w- really fact, was yes, a were, it was yes. a, a crazy start to the campaign. Mm-hmm. And then we've just been on this absolutely horrendous run, which we put down to injuries. Uh, we had a lot of uh, players out injured, and the fact there's only been three Southampton players that have been consistent throughout the campaign uh, that have not come across any injuries. Mm-hmm. And now we've come across this this time frame where we've got a lot of players back. We've still got um, key players like Romeo out for the rest of the season, which is a, it's kind of like our Van Dyke, so to speak. And yeah. uh, we don't really have um, any other excuses aside from that. And yet we've still seen some absolutely abysmal football, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, I think the West Brom display on Monday night was possibly the worst display I've seen with 11 players on the pitch. Um, yeah. by some distance Def- definitely definitely this season uh and, and possibly ever under Hassan hill so mm-hmm. it's a it's a worrying time I,
2: I i promised myself i wasn't going to mention this but let me let me put it in a nice way that was a worse performance than your games against leicester and man united let me let me say it like that it,
0: yeah because we had no excuses Right. Like, it, yeah. If you can say, I mean, we, we were watching the game on our on our watch along, and if anyone's mm. got a you know, bit of a sick mentality, then go back and watch that and see us cry <laughs> into our microphones. But I, I think, you know, we were looking at it and thinking, like, what is wrong with us? You know, there are stray passes. Everyone looked like strangers yeah. on the pitch. And it was just very, very depressing to watch, you know. And, you know, the, the game against you guys that, that ended horrifically for us, you know, we had a player sent off and you guys were just absolutely on fire um and we were just a side which didn't know the system we were playing um and the the other one if we have to mention it against uh, man united you know we had uh, effectively you know two players sent off and refused to change our system and and <laughs> we're trying to play high press football with nine men on the pitch against the man united <laughs> side wanted to score goals so it was yeah. um yeah
2: I, I I'm presuming, because you just posted, we we have a group on Twitter, don't we, when there's like a, a few clubs involved and we all sort of share and help each other. And you, you just put one up. I, I haven't actually watched it yet, but I saw the title was Rough Week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I presume yep.
2: that was from the watch along against West Brom, was it? it? Well,
0: effectively, in our previous show, I predicted a 3-0 win to Southampton. So I've clipped <laughs> that up. So basically showing the three goals going in and... Uh... A nice it, clip of Sam Allardyce at the end laughing at us. So, um, you know. It
2: kind of sums it up, though, this season, though, doesn't it? Because, like you say, you can be top one week. You can be, you know, go and lose to West Brom. I mean, you no, know, we beat Man City 5-2, and then we go and lose to Fulham, who were effectively at the bottom, you mm-hmm. know, of the table. And we always say this about... I know, I've said this about Leicester all season. I don't know whether you would say the same about Southampton, but I never know which Leicester is going mm-hmm. to turn up. And, and that's the problem. I mean, you know, if the Leicester turn up on Sunday that played Man United uh, in, in the quarter final, I honestly think, you know, we will beat you. Mm-hmm. But if the, if the Leicester turn up that scraped past Brighton in the previous round, you're probably going to beat us.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it, it's going to be a right a bit of a mixture, really, depending on what's going to happen. I mean, I, I don't think, you know we, we learned anything from our our previous game against Brom. i mean for the most part it kind of terrified us to think like you know what's going to happen and uh but you know a lot of us were thinking well is our attention on sunday evening is, is, is the is the player's heads been turned by that are they are they thinking about you know keeping fit and well for, for that one and you look at you know you boys played was it west ham and you yeah. know uh, you know came with a a loss there but had it been not for west ham West Ham scoring three goals, maybe you could have got something out of that game. So a um, bit of a strange one, really. But, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Don't, don't start me on that because we had a couple <laughs> of players out, which I will come on to in a moment uh, on that and, and, and ask you as another as a fan of an opposing club your views on it. But, yes, I mean, we we, we came back at the end, uh, as is West Ham's way. We you know, mm-hmm. they take, they seem to take a 3-0 lead, then nearly throw it away at the end. We'll and the plug out, yeah. Yes, exactly. And I wasn't, I didn't actually realise you were playing, but when I checked the score and saw that West Brom had beaten you 3-0, and I've got no particular likings either way for West Brom, I have for Sam Allardyce, and all I'll say is I hope he goes down, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> that um and, and to be honest with you, I think, I, I, in a way, I hope, I hope West Brom do, and I've no nothing against West Brom, but I just think they they made the change too quickly. They never gave uh, Billich time. But mm. seeing you lose that, had you win, had you won that? I think you'd have had a bit of a psychological advantage because you were going in on the back of a win, and we weren't. So we're both going in on the back of a loss, and it mm-hmm. could be the most boring nil-nil and penalties we've ever watched.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's 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 hope it's not that. But no. but now, in fact, the, the second before West Brom getting their third goal, I'm I'm chatting away to Jack um, about basically saying that this is the the biggest bluff. The, the long con that we're playing on Brendan <laughs> Rogers. He's going to be watching this and thinking, nothing to worry about, boys. We'll play the B team and, and focus on the league. Uh, this is done and dusted. And literally the seconds as I'm saying that there's a through ball and, and West Brom scored their third. So but uh but it's it's a really weird one. I mean but like like you said earlier, you know, Fulham going away to you guys and, and, and winning two 0 and doing all those kinds of things mad things happen at this stage of the league. And you know, we, we just see strange results. I mean, that game that West Brom played against Chelsea was a fantastic game for the yeah. neutral to watch. My next door neighbor's a Chelsea fan, so I could hear him Bye. screaming in his back garden. <laughs> but um but I, I think that one kind of sort of we were looking at it thinking like are uh, West Brom gonna be on fire, you know, okay they're playing against Ten Man, uh Chelsea, but again I see similarities with, with uh Tushul's kind of like He's not changing his system. He's just sticking with what he does. There's a lot of similarities with, with Ralph in, in, in that regard. Mm. So I think West Brom's tails were up and ours were down, uh, which is kind of a bit weird, really. But, um, but but there we go. But I think the last few games we've played, we've not played great. Even that game we lost, uh, it beat uh, Burnley, came back from a 2-0 down to win 3-2. We started that mm. game horrendously bad. Mm. Like the first 30 minutes, we're all over the place, looking like complete strangers, not being able to complete any passes and just looked an utter mess.
2: I'd so. say it is such a, a waste. I mean, injuries haven't helped, as you've said. And I've, I have always used to say years ago that, oh, you know, used to pee me off when uh, you'd have these big clubs come along and go like, oh, we've got all these injuries. And you think like, oh, come on, you know, your second team's better than our first team. Right, right. A bit more of an even pitch uh, level playing field now because, you know, you know, there's a lot of money in the Premier League, even for sort of the, you know, the clubs at the other end. But it has been bad. You know, at one point, we had four players out of our back five that were out. You know, mm-hmm. Christian Fuchs, who hadn't played for sort of, you know, more than three games in three seasons, played nine on the trot. It was like. Right. Uh, but every club's the same, isn't it? We've all... And I think that's because we only had a short, you know, um, turnaround between seasons. But uh, for me, everybody's suffering with injuries this year. Mm. i It annoyed me that we still played the internationals. I, I honestly think, you know, they should just be forgotten now until COVID is totally okay. Yep. Yeah. We, I mean, you, you answered my question there. You agreed with me. 100%. <laughs>
0: yeah. 100%, 100%. But... Having yeah. said that, we kind of needed the break, uh mm-hmm. and I think a lot of clubs needed the break to, you know, because we had players come back from injury, um yeah. you know, and, and it helped us re- recover a little bit. So, in in a weird way, I completely disagree with it. But in the same respect, I was like, actually, this has done us a favor. And as as normally is the case during the the league campaign, you get those international breaks, and players who are off, off injured, you know, get back a few games earlier because of it. So, um. Yeah, swings around
2: that, that said, though, it didn't do us any favors because we lost Soyun who had to stay in Turkey because he, com- he, he, you know, he, he tested positive, All right. <laughs> and that's the side that pees me off. You know, we then were playing a bat three with a Marty, and bless him, he, he's not his best position. Um, and of course, you, you had so, so, some of our. Better players, shall we say, a couple of them went decided to go to a party. I mean, you've obviously <laughs> seen that in the news. What, well, what's your? T- I mean, we, I did a whole show on it on Monday night. We were totally and utterly peed off, and we're fans. And I think had we beaten West Ham, it would nothing would have been said. It was oh, the you right. know they were doing that, they were naughty. But of course, we're all blaming them for the loss. Mm-hmm. On the outside looking in, you know, what, what 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 would you do if that had been Southampton fans? How would you be feeling?
0: Um, if there had been someone to play, I would have had no sympathies for them whatsoever. Mm. And, I, and I think, you know, during these times, this this horrific pandemic that we're all living through, footballers are getting a bit of a high life in, in my, my regards. You know, they're going to celebrate and hug each other. And uh, we yeah. can even hug our mum and dad at the moment. So, yeah. you know, any kind of breach of, of COVID regulations and, you know, let's face it, it's not exactly a hard time for them to to do the job that they love doing and mm-hmm. just sit inside their mansions and their nice yes. apartments and, and play their PS5 for, for a bit of kill time. So no sympathies whatsoever. It just baffles me that these players think they can just get away with it. I mean, we're, we live in a day with, with Twitter and everything else that goes with it. And they think mm. they can they can get away with it. It's just like, and, and you know, the sad thing for those players, I mean, I think James Madison maybe squandered his chance of going to the Euros and, yeah. and, yeah. and all this stuff like that goes with it. I mean,
2: how stupid can you be? I won't be sorry if he has, to be honest with you. A, because obviously he's not going to get injured, he's going to be fitter for us next season. But B, right. it will serve him right, you know. Right. And these these are players that hid from the manager mm. <laughs> when he found out about the party. I mean, you know, these are these are grown adults. And, you know, you've got... Mad- you see, this is what gets me about players these days, is you've got Madison, who was very clever when he did his goal celebration... After they'd agreed not to do a goal celebration and it was the distanced handshake right. and all that. And that, that's the same guy that's going to a party and hiding in a cupboard in case he's found. It's,
0: yeah, it, it, it's stuff like that, I think, winds up everyone. And, uh, you know, especially where tensions are, are so high in in this situation. It's uh, it, it, it Was it the case that Brendan Rodgers showed up at someone's house party or something like that? Or is it? Well, we, uh,
2: we, the, the full details aren't, um, you know, out there, if you know, it's all sort of one paper says this, one thing right. paper says that. Um, apparently, they did go into hiding, so whether we, I don't know whether they actually turned up or they hid in case he did, but you know, you we always sort of read when we take out what we want to take out of these stories, yeah. don't we? You know, but, uh, but the good news is, in a way, and Chowdhury, I'm not bothered about to be honest with you, because I think he's probably going at the end of the season now. I think he's sort of one strike too many. Right. Barnes is injured anyway. Um, Perez and Madison with the loss, although you could say they both probably play the same place, so there's only going to be one of them in the team. But the good news is that there should be a week fitter for the um, for the game on Sunday, which is bad news for you. Right. <laughs> so good okay. News for us.
0: So they're they're going to be back for Sunday. Is that the?
2: The rumors are they're going to be back for Sunday. Yeah, they they right. trained on their own on the Monday. Um, well, that would, that then... will tell them. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is it again, you it know. Was harsh punishment. They've not, been, they've not been fined. Um they've just were just dropped for that game. So they suppose they didn't get the match fee and what have you. But I think it's a bit like a parent, you know, not telling the child off, but just going, We're very disappointed in you. you know, well, I, like, I'll tell was, you
0: what, if someone had to give me a punishment where I didn't have to go to West Ham Stadium, I'd take that. <laughs> Worst stadium in the Premier League. I'm not going. It's like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, sure. Yeah, shame on me. I, I bet he
2: was. I bet they were glad they didn't have to go and watch it either. <laughs> at the end of the day, but I mean, they've got to stick off the players and everything. Apparently, the, you know, other players aren't happy with them. But uh, but no, say so the good news is, hopefully, they've had a week uh, a week more to get over their injuries because they were both sort of carrying a niggle. But uh, talk us through. So we're, we're up to the semi final. Um, mm-hmm. We've had a couple of home games, a couple of away games. So have you, just the other way round. Um, you know, we 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 had Stoke, Brentford, Brighton, which has got to be, like you said recently, with West Ham, it's got to be one of the worst games I have ever seen. Thank God we scored in the ninety-fourth <laughs> minute and saved us from thirty minutes more of hell. And of course, and then we have the um, amazingly brilliant three-one over Man United. Talk, mm. talk us through your journey to this stage.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's through us really. I mean, the, the third round I think was probably our most relaxed time. I mean, I think I did a, a watch along and we were talking about various other other topics. That one felt a little too overly relaxed for us, but very, very simple 2-0 win. We we play a lot of B side players and uh, um so yeah. that was pretty uh, formidable. And then the 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 big one really was the the next round against against Arsenal. Um yeah. I remember going to watch uh, FA Cup tie and we lost like 5-0 at home because Claude Puel decided to play a weakened side to focus on goodness knows what else. Um I swear,
2: and... don't say those two words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, equally to us both, I think, uh, in that regard. But yes. um, and, and on that occasion, I think Theo Walcott also scored two goals, which made it even even worse for us, really. But, um, so to win that one, 1-0, it, it surprised us and was really kind of like, well, if we can beat the current holders of the FA Cup, then... Anything's possible. And, um, yes. you know, a few days later in the league, they they beat us uh, in in the league. So, a bit of an op on that. Uh, the one against Wolves, again, uh, you know, when we played them in the league, I think that game ended uh, in a 1 1 draw. So, again, tough place to go. Um, but we were able to get a, a 2 0 win. Um, yeah. There's always going to be talk to these clubs sort of focusing on their league position and not taking the FA Cup seriously. But, you know I, I think I didn't think there was any of that that regard there. And then the um, the fixture at Bournemouth for the quarterfinals, um, obviously a lot of Saints fans absolutely love getting uh, what they were describing as a championship side uh, in the quarterfinals but you know I, I would argue that Bournemouth have have carried a lot of their existing Premier League players with the view to then get back up to the Premier League. So they still have a lot of their elite players um which they were pushing forward. Uh, to, to obviously focus on the league, I think. Uh, yes. And they had a lot of players out also injured or suspended. So slightly weakened side, And it was kind of a, a bit of a, um, it started off pretty shaky, if I'm being honest with you. Yes. But, you know, once we got that first goal, it, it felt quite comfortable and ended up being a 3-0 win. And, and here we uh, are. So
2: I think any team that sort of is is in their first season after going down can never be taken lightly. Yeah, no, like you say, because they've still got you know the, they're this older couple, but they've still got the basis of of the squad, uh, and they've not been a bad team. In, in fairness, um, Bournemouth, you know, I know obviously South Coast rivalry for you, but uh, <laughs> but good good for me. And I was sad to see them go down because that was a home game for me. Uh, <laughs> of course, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, are you surprised where you are? You know, the fact that you've got this far with the sort of season that you've had? In,
0: yes and no. Um, mm. But effectively, pretty much after that Wolves game, it's all we had to play for. Like, even around that time, it's just a case of, okay, uh, you know, the the wheels mm. are well and truly come off the bus in the league. You know, earlier in the campaign, we were thinking uh, Europa League is, is a serious thought here. You know, we were, you know, mm. top of the table back in November. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone, everyone's thinking that sky's the limit. But but really, at, at that stage, it was a case of, you know, we're focusing on the FA Cup. This is, you know, something that is uh, is at the forefront. And, and, of course, whoever wins on – I mean, you guys are going to be guaranteed European football. But for us <laughs> – oh,
2: oh, You've got more confidence of, in us than we have. <laughs> of,
0: of some degree, whether you're playing on a, on a Tuesday, Wednesday or a Thursday night, It's you know – um, but you know for for us in, in that regard i mean we've always wanted hassan to have european football uh, and i think that's obviously on on his mind as well um yeah. so that being a, a big cherry on the cake here you know should we progress into the final regardless of the re- result whatever mm. happens really so um so yeah this,
2: this is what's worrying uh, for us as, as Leicester fans because we we look at southampton and this, is your season in ninety minutes really? Because yep. you know you're not going to go down. Let's be honest with you. And I, I know you, you know form's been up and down, but you you know there, there's there's certainly three if not four worse teams than you down there. So you, you're right. not going to go down. I'm pretty sure of that. So this is is it literally your season where yep. you know we're still playing on two fronts. We've got to think like Liverpool are out of the Europe now, so they can concentrate on the league. That's not guaranteed, you know. The West Ham games. I mean, there's a point between us and West Ham, then between them and uh, and Chelsea. There's, there's there's a point, and then only two points to Liverpool. After no. last season and the way that we blew it, you know, we, we're not confident. But you know, you're going to go out um, all guns blazing. I would have thought.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and I think also it's it's a lot falls on on Ralph for this as well because yeah. if if we don't get what we want on Sunday evening and then we lose the following league game against Tottenham and the following league game against you guys in, in the league, a lot of people and a lot of questions are going to be asked of, of Hasenhutl. And, you know, we, you know, like most Liverpool fans have stood by Klopp for the whole of the season, despite that the horrific results. 95% of the, the fans were on board with with Hasenhutl, you know, after that horrific result at uh, Old Trafford but it's mm-hmm. starting to drop and you know when you look at the systems and the attractive football um but when you look at the amount of goals we conceded in 2021 alone questions are going to be asked so really it's all on Sunday so it's it's mm-hmm. do or die for for our campaign but also you know any any football pundit will know when they're looking at the momentum of the of the season you know however you end this season it gives yeah. you an idea of what you're going to start next season and do you yes. then invest in the manager over the summer to do the same mentality, the same strategy with what he's got at the moment with a purse to spend in the summer. So big questions are going to be asked. Um, should we not get anything? So,
2: yeah. Testing I, times. I take it. I take it. fuel's music knows you better than he knows me because he says, "Where's the good looking yeah. one for matchday vlogs?"
0: <laughs> that that is Jack himself. That that's, is
2: Jack. That is that it? Is Jack. Yeah, yeah. I take, Jack. I take it I like Jack,
0: Jack. Jack
2: thinks that he's the good looking one.
0: Is this? He's definitely the good looking one. Yeah, he's the eye candy of the show. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> well, I'm still trying to don't tell any of my me, 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 uh, fellow presenters, but I'm still looking for the candy to help us out on here, you know. Um, Andy Medhurst says here he's worried about Nathan Redmond. Um,
0: so are we most poor, of the time?
2: But, <laughs> <a long> <laughs> <laughs> Paul Reynolds, do you think the fans were both clubs were allowed it would change the outcome? I don't know. I mean, you know, you. Did you, I watched last night a bit of the Liverpool Madrid game, and you know they were talking about whether they would do another Barcelona and have the amazing comeback and what have you. Mm-hmm. It it does change. I think if it was a home game, mm-hmm. you know, let's say we were playing at Southampton or at Leicester and the fans were in, it would make a difference. But it's a neutral venue; the, mm-hmm. it should be split fifty fifty. Your guys and our guys. So I don't know whether it would make an overall difference. Do you? No,
0: I'm not sure it would really. I mean, I think, uh, you know, both grounds have, you know, occasionally questioned on how much noise they make in, in the home section, yeah. but I think that's the same in all Premier League in these days and those who say otherwise are kidding themselves really. But um, yeah. I, I, I I would have loved to to been there for a semi-final and spent yes. 100 quid on a ticket, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but, you know, the, these, these occasions don't come off up often. And for any football fan to be... Uh, you know, have an opportunity of a away day at Wembley Stadium taken away from them with the club they love is is pretty cruel, really. So, um but yes. in in terms of would it have an outcome on the results, I don't know. I think uh, both no. both sets of fans would have brought it, and uh yes, you know.
2: exactly. I say, with it being a neutral, I don't think it would have made any difference. No. We're going to say and um, to good evening to Stefan. He's a Villa fan. Uh, who who's a wannabe wannabe Leicester fan? He spends a lot of time on here. He he's, he he just he just won't admit it. He's like waiting to come out the closet. You know, he just yeah. wants to be a Leicester fan, and it hurts because the last talking of Villa, the last time we uh, we were in a semi final, it was at Villa in eighty two. When I said at the beginning, we lost to uh, we lost to Spurs. But Stefan, we're talking about an FA Cup semi-final. Now, you may not know what that is, Stefan, being a Villa fan, but just, you know, it's a cup competition that you play in every year. Probably the biggest cup competition in the world. And, you know, to get through to the semis is very good. One day... One day you may experience that with Villa. I doubt it, but you never, you never know. Uh, anyway, enough of winding up the Villa fan um, <laughs> injuries. And I'm looking here, uh, and excuse my my pronunciation here because I'm useless with it. Uh, I'm just looking on here. It looks like you've got three ruled out: Oberf- Oberfemi, is it Romelu right, yeah. Smallbone? There was, I heard, I know there's a rumor or not that Ings might be injured
0: um he had a knock uh i think he got stepped on by a, a westbourne player on 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 monday night and we were kind of a bit surprised that he came out for the second half but i haven't heard anything about yeah. uh you know any kind of injury there i think he'll probably be desperate to play Um uh, yes but you, yeah. he was he was pretty awful on monday night so um mixed emotions oh on that one um <laughs> Your th-
2: whole team was probably looking at the results. Yep. for what the
0: yep. yes. I don't think there are any shining lights on, on our pitch on, on that regard yeah. on, on Monday night. But, um, but you know, players to look out for for us, I would say, Mr. Giannepo, who's got a chance of starting, um, and also yeah. Shea Adams. Uh, and we were very yeah. surprised that he's, he's not featured because the last few games he's been on the pitch, he's had the ball in the back of net in every single occasion. So um, yeah, good, all good there. Are really.
2: you still? Scott, good evening, Scott. Thanks for joining us there. Great show. Thank you for your kind words. Uh, hoping for a massive performance uh, on Sunday, especially for the lights of Madison and Perry's. This is the thing. If those play uh, any part of the game at all, even if it's a little part, they've got so much to prove. And, you know, a lot of Foxes fans were, were sort of withholding judgment, saying, well, let's see what they do when they come back against Southampton. You know, if Madison scores two and sets up a third, Or will be forgiven. Perez, we know Perez likes a goal against Southampton, so it may be psychological to put him in. They're they're going to be up for it more probably than than the other nine that may be on the pitch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess they're going to have a point to prove. Yeah, most definitely.
2: And 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 Vardy, right? he, I mean he's not scored in in brr, brr, games. <laughs> I've lost count to be honest with you. Still a threat though, because you just, you know, we look at every game and go, This could be his game, but Wembley's a huge pitch. Mm-hmm. It allows space for players, you know. It it may be the perfect pitch for Vardy to come on and finally find the back of the net again.
0: Yeah, well, I did see lots of players say sort of given the, the amount of games it's been since since Fazi scored a goal, but I remember seeing a few of those posts before they played Southampton. On uh, many occasions, it's uh, it's all gone horribly wrong, so rather not talk about yeah. that one. But, uh, no. but no, I, I think, you know, going back to your players coming back from their suspension, if that's what you want to call it, um, <laughs> from standing outside the headmaster's office, um, yeah. they're, they're going to have a lot of space, if I'm honest. If, if we don't mm. work our systems correctly... The big miss for us on that injury list is Oreo Romeo. Massive miss for us. He's kind of like um, he's our central, he's our our number six. He's our only real out and out number six who can play a defensive game, make sure he only gets the one yellow card and and plays the game regardless. Um, But he is going to be a massive loss for us because he's able to hold up the play, just take the pace out of the game for a bit. You know, let calm us down, get the systems in play, and then sort of slowly work up from the from the back again. But without him, it's chaos. It's terrifying yeah. chaos. So um yeah.
2: <laughs> and he, he's out he's out for the season, apparently, isn't he?
0: Out for the season, yeah. He's got the yeah. cruciate ligament, I think it is. So um yeah. so yeah, it's a bit, of a, bit of a rough one really. But um, but ever since he's been out the side, it's been uh yeah, not fun. Yeah.
2: A bit it sounds a, a bit like Ndidi for us, you know. If we if we if we mm. lose him in, in, in that holding midfield role, we uh, we're a completely different team altogether. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I think there's but, a there's a lot of players like that in the Premier League where you know you take that one cog out the wheel and it's just a little bit sketchy. Yeah.
2: As as a as a defending team, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not expecting you to know too much about Leicester because obviously, you know, they're not your team. But you know, when you look at Leicester and you've, you see that you've got a Vardy that's not scoring but could be a threat, so you've got to stick with him. But you've got Inacho Let's be honest, at the moment, you know, he, he breaks wind and he scores a goal. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's suddenly, you know, we, we, we've stumbled on this combination that's never worked before that's never been tried before we've always played one or the other for, for most of the season and then put them together and it just gels that that has got to be probably the biggest worry for you is as a defender who do you follow
0: mm. yeah absolutely well I, I think it's you know the testament to the the strength in, in the side that you have is the fact that you have mm. all these sort of shining lights for us I mean for, for us, we don't really have. I mean, the the partnership of Bednarek and Vestergaard, have, have, have for the most part, been pretty decent in the first part of the season. Um, but it's been a little bit sluggish of late. Um, but but really, it's it's just a case of making sure that we're we're able to play the systems that we've got. But like I said, I just really hope that. Players like Gineppo get on the pitch and uh Shea Adams, you know, get gets the game really, because yeah. They they're kind of like the creative players that you don't really know what they're gonna do. Danny had that for the start of the season. And Danny used to, you know, be able to create a goal out of absolutely nothing. And now yeah. it's just kind of a little bit what you're doing, you know. So it's uh a yeah. bit of a worry to watch really.
2: But I'm conscious, I think you've, you've got another show of your own tonight as well. So
0: At nine o'clock, don't worry, it's fine.
2: Nine o'clock, so <laughs> you've got to get ready for that. So I don't want to, to keep you too long. So just, gonna, I, I would say good luck for, for Sunday, but obviously I wouldn't mean it. And all this sort of... <laughs> Likewise. Let, let's, hope, let's hope football's the winner, bollocks, you know. I, we hope Leicester's <laughs> the winner, you hope Southampton. But given, I, I've gone for... A, I think it's going to be a tight game, to be honest with you. I, I can't see there being lots of goals, but I know there's always... Leicester will always seem to concede at the moment. I'm going for a two-one to Leicester, and I think it will be will be that tight. For you, you obviously going to give go Statham what score? are You going to go for uh, Mike?
0: What am I going to go for now? We haven't actually conceded a goal yet in the FA Cup. So hmm. if you're able to score a goal, then then uh, congratulations! I have not actually you're noted
2: well that. I will. Uh, that, that's uh, that's quite good actually. I hadn't. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't
0: know if it means anything at all, but uh, but we're we're yet to concede in the FA Cup, and yeah. you know we've been yeah. playing with Fraser Forster in goal for all of those all of those games. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you know, what? with the with the strike force that you have, I'm I'm going to say it's also it's also going to be tight, whatever it is. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go with it at a two-one uh, to Southampton.
2: Southampton.
0: I don't want penalty so
2: that's what, I, do what, I just hope it's not because I think it's, it's extra time and penalties I'm guessing uh, on the day and I just uh, that's the biggest annoying thing because of course we do the post-match show is that it's going to clash with Line of Duty I mean <laughs> you know <laughs> to BT, not put any thought into these games at all. But, Your post-match uh, show is
0: going to have no one. That's going to be the thing, because they're all going to be watching Line of Duty, but, uh, but exactly,
2: no. Exactly. I might as well just not, not turn up. And then we've got each other again a couple of weeks uh, after that, so um, it, it would just be our luck to lose to you in this one. we go going to beat you in the league. You know, but, I wouldn't mind uh, that.
0: I'm fine with that. Yeah, sure. you I'm fine with sure. that. Yeah, I'd say that all day long. All day long, yeah. but... Uh, but no, I just don't want penalties. I mean, if we can switch up the penalties to be uh, free kicks from just outside the box for James Wall prowse then let's let's go with that. Yeah. yeah More chances.
2: Really. Give 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 your give your channels a shout out and uh, where people can catch you and watch you and listen to you.
0: Yeah, sure, they can catch us on uh YouTube, uh Matchday Vlogs, um Twitter we're on uh Match Vlogs, uh Facebook at Matchday Vlogs, Instagram at Matchday Vlogs and TikTok at Matchday Vlogs. So um yeah. That's where they can find us yeah.
2: You do you do a TikTok I'm, I haven't gone down that uh, way yet. I'm trying to avoid TikTok. <laughs> it's
0: it's uh it's a bit of a sketchy one but uh, we we've had yeah. a few successes on there. One of our videos got like 1.3 million views so I'm, I'm kind wow. of, sort of sucked into the the world of uh uh simians, really but uh, but world they love fan people. channel stuff so.
2: Yeah, yeah they do. But uh hey well hopefully um we'll have a chat in a couple of weeks when when we meet again will meet. I nearly burst into song. Then will meet <laughs> again. <No. laughs> Don't know when. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll both come out of the game with no injuries. Like I say, um, you're hoping for Southampton to win. I'm hoping for Leicester to win. One of us has got to. One of us will be in the final.
0: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Well, you know, let's hope for a good game and uh, a Saints win. That'd be nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> on that note i'll cut you off <laughs> thanks very much for coming on mike it's been great cheers. to have you on <laughs> take cheers. care okay. stay safe bud. cheers bye-bye, cheers. bye-bye. Oh, thanks a lot to mike there from um match vlogs um <laughs> saying it as it was uh paul saying here um great show both thank you very much paul good luck sunday mike paul Paul, what are you saying? Good luck Sunday. I presume you're a Saints fan from that. What are you doing watching? I'll tell you. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to be back tomorrow night. Don't forget, like I said, um, if you fancy winning a a signed copy of the 1982 um, semi-final match day program signed by uh, Steve Lylitz, who played in that game, um, tune in tomorrow, 7 o'clock, same channel. Uh, I always wanted to say that and you could you could win that hopefully Steve will be on as well to give it away um, want to listen to this again of course you do of course you do well we're all over it um, we're on YouTube less little I die TV like I say please 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 if you haven't give us a subscribe. And if you want to listen to us while you're doing the washing up for the missus and you can't watch us, uh, the podcast is out there on Anchor, Google, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, to name a few. Um, Let's see if this gets you in the mood. It's been a long time. 6.30
1: Sunday. Whew! It's four times.
2: Bridesmaid, never the bride. It's our year, isn't it? Join us tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Meet Craig and hopefully Steve Lynette will be previewing the whole match with a slightly Leicester bias. Good night, guys. Matt Elliott here.
0: Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club.
2: Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is battle.
1: If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116-123. That's 116-123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order delivery now on the mcdonalds app you in uh, participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com
0: this podcast is proud to be
1: part of the talk sport fan network talk sport, powered by fans